When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, but hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Sophos Moros. Wise fool. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. You're going to lead the podcast with friggin' Latin? Is that what that was? You heard me. Non-Latin speaking bitches. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's funny. Somebody pointed that out once, that uh, sophomore in college, for instance. It's uh, sophos and moros, uh, wise and fool, uh, which is a pretty good description of, of sophomores in college, honestly. And juniors and seniors, for that matter. <clears throat> anyway, uh, the reason I bring that up is uh, it has to do with the, uh, the the battle to the death with the bat that I described, mm. in which nobody died. Um, the bat that invaded my home, and, and I had to have county animal control come over, and, and my buddy uh, Costa came over because he's uh, fit, and I'm not. I got a messed up arm and the rest of it, and, and we had to move furniture. But one part of the entire experience was very discouraging to me almost frightened was it how he kept smiling at your wife (laughs) (laughs) and she smiled back uh no it was um we have this big heavy china cabinet thing it's got the base and then the top and they're separate parts the top is it's like glass shelves and you put whatever you want to display in your dining room on there in our case, actually, it's it's pretty interesting. It's a lot of really old stuff that were Judy's moms and dads. From um, the the mugs, he was a CB, and he made mugs in the Philippines, beer mugs for the guys. And I can't remember exactly how it works, but you put oil, motor oil, up to a certain level in an old bottle, and then you put a red hot uh, nut in there. It superheats the oil. And then the uh, then I can't remember. You do one more thing, but then you just tap the bottle, and it separates right there at the level of the oil. You do a little light sand job. Then you craft straps and a handle, which, you know, they're CBs. They can make anything in the middle of a, uh, a jungle. And they made the guys beer mugs hmm. that way. And we have a couple of the beer mugs that uh, her dad made during World War II. So all didn't sorts you, of stuff didn't you have a red hot nut in college? <laughs> That's, You've told that story before. It's not the medical term. It's actually a torsion of the spermatic oh. tube. Um, but <laughs> yes. And how did you get that? You were in a circus. <laughs> I did an act in San Francisco on the weekends, members only club. Have you heard this story before, Sean? <laughs> have, yeah. Yeah. There's really nothing to it per se, but that's a fairly common thing that happens. But anyway. I'm glad it hasn't happened to me. Oh, jeez. You want to talk pain? Mm, please. After that, oral surgery, please. Let's do it twice. It's nothing. <laughs> Novocaine's for pussies. Let's get let's get down to this. Anyway, uh, so but here's the part that I found disturbing. So uh, my friend Costa comes over, and we have to move this super heavy top of the china cabinet thing off of the bottom, so then we can move the bottom and tip it over to look for the little bat that's allegedly underneath it. And I'm ready to lift this thing, uh, this big heavy thing, 
down and onto the floor. And I'm thinking, I'm going to re-injure my arm. I just know I am. And Costa says, all right, here's what we do. Let's, uh, the dining room table right there, we'll, uh, let's just drag that over there, drag that right here to the edge of the china cabinet, put some blankets on it, then we can just slide the thing off onto the go. table on the blankets. And I'm like... So it separates us from the monkey. I never... Well, I tell you what, I'm going over there to, to, to join the apes. I never would have thought of that. And I found that so disturbing. Hmm. I'm a reasonably bright guy. I've seen the test results, but I just... I have such a blind spot for, like, simple, linear thinking stuff. And it just... it. I was actually, I was disturbed how dumb I was <laughs> Wow! about my inability to see an, an innovative solution for that problem. I run into that with my wife sometimes. I'll come up with what I think is a brilliant idea and she'll say, or we could just blank. <laughs> it's the, a tenth as complicated as my scheme hmm. and much more effective. And I just, and the only reason I'm not completely devastated by this realization is that when I was raising my kids, and Jack, I know you, you you think about this too, there are so many different kinds of intelligence Yeah, out there. The idea of somebody smart or not is just a stupid way to look at it, if you'll pardon the expression. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember there was a major you know book or paper or something that came out that identified seven different kinds of intelligence. At least. This was probably 15 years ago, and they've probably you know, broken it down, but... It was like, um, you know, verbal, mathematical, athletic, musical, um, uh, and there are all sorts of different examples of social. Social is a huge one. Yeah, social I'm intelligence. I'm really hoping video games is on that list. And uh, sure, sure it is, Sean, <laughs> as far as you know. Um, and, and it's funny because my wife, who is not um, like super outgoing and verbal, has incredible intelligence for organization and and linear thinking and designing systems to keep track of things. And I'm I'm practically handicapped in that way. Um, so it was humbling, though. I thought, how could you not? Like, why would you have? You're going to lift it. You're going to carry it all the way. It's a, it just felt so stupid. <laughs> well, that, that reminded me of one of my uh, infinite reservoirs of quotes that only come up in situations like this. And uh, some think this was an Einstein quote, but there's some debate who actually said it first. The, uh, everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. Oh, yeah. First of all, yeah. you are the king of those kind of things. I, I, yeah, I you're, the, you're the best at those kind of things of anybody I've ever met in my life. I, I hope I can figure out a way to make it useful in some way. Have you ever pulled a chick? Oh, yeah. yeah. With the wise Oh, with quote? those? No, yeah. no, no. We <laughs> <laughs> should try. I'm essentially just tall. I, I, that's, that, that's the main thing and, that I and, use for that. And thumb. My head sticks up above the crowd yeah, yeah. So in a crowded I, I'm, bar. I'm tall. I'll I can, take that one. I'm good at getting bartenders to take my order at crowded bars. You know, <laughs> practical skills. Right. But yeah. the fact that you've always got the, the guru-like saying at hand... That is cool. And that is really a good one. That is a good one. I had I had this experience. For some reason, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't remember why. Here, wait a second. You hit me with that, and I'll be the hot chick at the bar. Everybody's a genius. But if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. But fish don't climb trees. How's your drink doing? <laughs> Getting a little low? So Let me get you another one. When I was in high school, there were, there were guys in high school... That worked at the feedlots where I worked that I wouldn't have otherwise known very well. Like we didn't run in the same circles in high school, but working at the feedlot, we became friends because we're, you know, working together. Yeah. Um, 
And there were several examples of dudes I knew who were at the, they were that guy in high school that like gets all D's and F's and just doesn't even seem to care. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're just like, you know, they get a 30 on their math test or whatever it is and just, Oof. they don't even turn in their paper. They're just, you know, yeah. academic just at the end. I never thought much about them. I just figured I probably just assumed they were dumb or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then these guys, I wouldn't, I, but the, the, the couple that were like that, that I got to knew at the feedlot, at the feedlot, they were usually the boss over like 10 other people. And uh, they were ordering people around. You'd get there in the morning. You're going to go do this. You're going to do that. And just capable of doing all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons they hated school is at school they were treated like a child. And they had these jobs as, and I'm talking as a 14-year-old. Wow. Where you're driving around a car all day long telling people what to do and a tremendous amount of responsibility with tons of money on the line and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And, but it, they just had, they had a different kind of intelligence. Right. It was not whatever academics is, you know, getting it down on paper and blah, 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 whatever that crap Citing is. your sources and yeah, showing just, your work. That was not their footnotes. thing. Right, right. Well, and I don't want to get off onto this creed too long, but the U.S. is, is fairly unique around the world in that we have said the only legitimate education is academic. Yeah. Not not uh, trades and and and, and oh. hand skills and the, the mechanics level, and the rest of that. How cruel it is to that kind of person is just you can't even. Not to mention that you're, you know, the nation miss, misses out on that talent and they right. miss out on a way to make a living or whatever. But no, no, the only valid way you can possibly spend your life is to go get a, a social degree and then sit in a cubicle. I was absolutely I blown it. away by that. Like a yeah. guy I just kind of knew was at school. And then I got to and he was like the boss. It's <laughs> cool. It was a fourteen year old. Yeah. Life lesson there, huh? Oh, I'd say. My first exposure to that sort of thing was uh, I was in high school and I took an auto shop class because for some reason I was allowed to take auto shop instead of chemistry. And so I said, all right, I'll, I'll do that. That'd be awesome. Um, but the one of the, the... They've done away with all that sort of stuff. Woodworking, auto shop, any of that stuff that you could be brilliant at and not good at the other thing. They've done away with that because the college track... So you can get some sort of degree of, or a cubicle job is the only thing that matters. Anyway, back to your story. But the, one of the kids in the class, and he was probably the best kid in that class, was a notorious just slacker in every other thing. But this guy, when he got his hands on a mechanical thing, could take it apart and reassemble oh, yeah. it in, oh, in yeah. just in an intuitive way that just baffled me. Yeah. Oh yeah, I got. I've got a friend. He was a head mechanic at a, a tractor place. But he said, uh, uh, he said the best mechanic there, who was like practically incapable of writing his name, he said could look at a box full of parts and just like spread them out on the ground and say, oh, it's uh, you know bearings off. See the way that thing's wearing there and that thing's wearing there, just like a genius. Wow. But yeah. and and I've known plenty of the opposite because I've had the experience of people that scholastic smart, scholastically smart, get them into a different situation. <laughs> they were like helpless to function as humans. Yeah, it's yeah. really interesting. I don't know. What do you what, what do you take from that? Uh, There's different kinds of intelligence. Figure out which one you've got. Yeah, and you know, find a path where you get to utilize that one. I guess. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe be a little less uh, haughty about your own brand of intelligence. Because I'm a really verbal guy, but uh, you know, part of it's being married to the girl I'm married to and and raising three kids is you realize, wait a minute, that person has enormous worth as a human being and a lot of talent, but they don't come off as you know, quote unquote, really smart, like a verbal person right. does. But, uh, you know, there's a lot more to life than that. I just wish I could count cards. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> well, I guess that's it. End up in a shallow hole in the desert.
When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before, with hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart.